What's up, kids? Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 46. And today's episode is going to be a little bit of a short one. I wanted to kind of put out a few little tips that I can give you guys today that are going to help you guys optimize your training, optimize your performance, so that when you go to the gym, you are getting the most out of it. And this is the non-nutrition-related things, the non-training-related things that are going to really help you guys ensure that every session is giving you what you want, which is better results, more progress. And I thought it would be a good idea to put this episode out today because I've been experiencing the opposite, which is my training this week is probably going to be more of a let's recover because I've been in Nashville since um, Thursday. It's now Sunday and I have been in a nutrition conference all week and or all weekend and it's been freaking amazing, but my mind and my body is wrecked. I've been sleeping like crap. I've been going to bed late, waking up early, and I am excited to shut things down after I finish this podcast up, get some sleep, and it's honestly only 6.30 p.m., and I'm going to be honest, I'm probably going to be lights out by 7.30 tonight. Um, so that's why I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm experiencing the opposite. Let me go ahead and put it out there for you guys to kind of hopefully give you guys some direction in your own training. So number one, and this is that one thing that everybody wants to say, oh, I don't have time for. It's freaking sleep, okay? This weekend, I have done all the things that I never do in my normal routine. I don't go out to dinner at 8.30 p.m. That is not in my scope of practice, <laughs> scope of practice, whatever that's supposed to mean. But I just don't. I am usually, if I'm going to have a dinner date, it's like 5.36 p.m. And usually that's only on the weekends that even if I am up a little bit later, I'm not having to worry about getting up in the morning and getting started for my day. Uh, sleep, guys, so important. My whoop strap right now has my recovery at 15. And I'll be honest, I have not been in the red, but maybe once or twice before in my entire time of having a whoop strap. So I know that right now, like I'm, I'm going to go to bed early because I want to be able to be optimal for tomorrow because I haven't really got to have a really good solid training session in since last Wednesday. So I want to start to get ready for because guys, I mean, I got the CrossFit Games coming up in like four weeks. I better be optimizing that stuff, right? So sleep is huge. Sometimes it just comes down to carving out the time um, by taking away some of the things that we think we need to be doing, right? We don't need to be staying up late watching Netflix or catching up on our TV shows or scrolling through social media, but it becomes that dopamine hit that we want because we've been stressed out all day with work and it kind of gives us that sense of relaxation. I'll be honest, every time I start doing that, I'm like, this is, I'm going to be on here forever. And every time I don't do it, I fall asleep right away. So making it a point to say, hey, I'm shutting the TV down at eight o'clock. I'm getting myself ready to bed. I know that some people have kids. I know that some people have a, a lot of schedules that don't really allow for optimal sleep conditions, but the more you can optimize it, the better. So if that means that like maybe three nights out of the week that you are optimizing getting seven to eight hours of sleep, which means maybe stealing from some of the things that you enjoy doing because things you have to do uh, take the sleep away from you, which might mean the weekends you're sleeping in more. It might mean that you know, you're know uh, you changing your gym schedule and working out on the weekends when you have more sleep so that you can not have to worry about being up at you know six o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning, or sorry, four o'clock in the morning for that. Um, the next one is stress though. Stress management is huge. We can't get rid of stress. So I, I don't want to use stress as the word. I want to use stress management because stress is an inevitable part of life. We're always going to have stressors. Me driving to Nashville was a stressor. You know, me, you know, lacking sleep is a stressor. Me training is a stressor. Me having, getting cut off in a, in a, you know, in a line at a, uh, at a red light is a stressor. So there's so many stressors in life. We can't really avoid them. We just have to learn how to manage them and how to minimize the things that we don't have to stress about. We don't have to stress about other people's expectations or any of that kind of stuff. We don't have to stress about what other people think about us. We don't have to stress about, you know, 
necessarily our performance every single day in terms of our results, you know, stressing about the things that you have to stress about and learning how to manage them and try not to focus on the things you can't control. Now I'm going to get down to some of the basics on your actual training session. And this is going to come down to getting to the gym. So whenever you go to the gym, uh, you want to start off by getting rid of all your distractions. That means that for that hour, hour and 15 minutes, hour and 30 minutes, maybe it's two hours, four hours, whatever your training schedule is like, you don't need to be worried about anything else. That is your time. You've carved that time out for you to go to the gym. And I'll be honest, you are going to be less productive at the other things that you're distracted by, by trying to do those things while you're at the gym. So put the phone away. I get it. If you guys have kids, you got to kind of keep it close by to make sure that the kids don't need anything from you. But Put all that stuff away. Hell is not going to freeze over your job if you don't have your hour to like do the work. Now, I get it. Some people also have to have like a beeper on or something like that so that they can, you know, be paged if, uh, man, I'm aging myself. But you know what I mean? They have to have their cell phone on so that if uh, they get a work call in that they know um, that they can, um, that they have to go to work. But making sure that you're kind of removing any distraction you can. Guys, my phone is on do not disturb all day. Because when I'm doing my client check-ins, my client check-ins are my sole focus. When I'm training, my training is my sole focus. When I'm checking my text messages, I want that to be my sole focus. And yes, there's going to be things that come across between there, but the more I can stay focused on that one thing, the more productive I am. So even if this isn't a gym-related thing that can help you, that actually might help you in your real life too. Um, Not that your gym life isn't your real life, but so remove those distractions Get yourself ready to focus. Maybe you're looking at your workout. Maybe you're looking at setting yourself up for an intent. So a day like tomorrow morning when I go to the gym after a weekend like this, I'm not looking to PR anything. I'm looking to get my body moving again, get some good training in, feel good, and move on. The next step is going to be removing distractions and then uh, setting yourself up for a proper warm-up. Uh, This is huge, like CrossFitters specifically. uh, You see the workout on the board and you're like afraid of wasting reps. You're afraid of getting too tired before the workout. Guys, you're not going to get tired uh, before doing 90 reps of a workout, like the 21, 15, 9, something like that. Like you're not going to do it. Now, I don't want you guys going out and running, you know, four miles and then coming in and doing this and that and then trying to do the PR workout. That's not going to work. But making sure that you've got the blood flowing, making sure that you've, you know, kind of woken up your central nervous system with some explosive stuff that you've, you know, lubricated your joints a little bit, that you've maybe gotten some dynamic range of motion in, you just feel like loose and prime and ready to go. Like you're not, you're not still in this like wake up phase. You got to get that, get the crusties off. I like to say it, but get all that stuff ready to go. The next step is developing a game plan or a strategy for your workout. So, um, let's just call this specific to, um, a piece of a workout because this is hard for me because I do multiple pieces in a day and a lot of people are doing maybe one, two, maybe three pieces in a day. So you might do a strength piece, a conditioning piece, and then an accessory lift. Set your intent and your game plan for the session and then also for each of those pieces. So if if you're if you're looking at the training, it says one rep max back squat and then the workout's like uh, rowing in wall balls and then the accessory work is like maybe some sled pushes and some carries. Um, you know, maybe your, maybe your focus that day is like, man, I really want to hit that PR back squat. You're okay with everything else taking a little bit of a back seat as long as you're getting that, you know, back squat maximized. Like that's your primary focus, your warm up, your mental preparation is all for that. You're only focusing on that. But then as you move on from that, once again, you're not only focusing on the next thing. So you're, you're going from back squat into your game plan, your strategy for your next piece. 
You're going to assess how you felt after that back squat. Maybe you feel great. Maybe you're like, I'm going to crush this workout. Or maybe you're like, man, I'm like pretty taxed. Like I got to take it back a little bit. Maybe take it at like 75, 80%. Maybe you're game planning by choosing like I'm going to try and hold these splits in the rower and I'm going to try and figure out how many sets of wall balls I have to do, whatever it might be. You're like developing a strategy there and you're going to stick with that strategy. Obviously, part of learning ourselves is knowing that oftentimes the strategy goes out the window, but it's good to kind of figure that out, right? That's a learning tool for you. That's a training tool for you. So if you plan to do unbroken sets of wall balls and then round three comes and you're like dropping it every three reps, you know, okay, like next time uh, I'm not going to do that. And it also comes down to learning who you are as an athlete and what kind of strengths and weaknesses you might have. You know, somebody that struggles with wall balls isn't going to want to try and go unbroken, right? So maybe you're setting up a a better strategy for you to execute that workout to the best of your ability, but you want to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're missing a huge piece of getting progress made. And then the last thing that I want to talk about, um, well, it's not really the last thing. I'm going to have one more thing actually, but this is the last thing that I wrote down is stop comparing yourself to your previous scores, to your previous, uh, or what you think you're capable of, to the people in the class, all that stuff, to what the RX says on the board. Um, Just start focusing on learning you and comparing you to you that day. Every day is different. We all know that. The longer we compete, the longer we train, the longer we do those things, PRs happen much less frequently. So as long as you just give everything you have in that one workout, comparison doesn't really do shit. Like comparing this to that, it's not like you're making a choice on which one you're going to buy. So you're stuck with what you got. So you might as well just be excited and be happy to improve that every single day. So um, that was the other thing that I want to talk about. And I guess as I finish up, because I said this is going to be a shorter episode. And like I said, I, I did have one more thing that I just wanted to add as I was thinking about this is you got to enjoy it, whatever it is. You know, if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to get everything out of it. And I've experienced this before where I'm going into a training session and nothing looks fun. Guess what? I'm not going to have any fun. I'm probably not going to push the effort near as much. If my body's wrecked and I see a workout that's like going to really tax me, I'm not going to be able to give that workout the effort that I need to. So sometimes it's just learning that you have to learn to enjoy the process a little bit and and have fun with it. So um, if you're not enjoying your training, then you're likely not training the right way. So that's it. These are all like the non-nutrition related, non-training related ways to really improve those things. And I hope that that was a little bit of a tip for you guys as you guys start your week to get you guys ready and fired up to uh, crush another week of training. So if y'all need me, you know where to find me. Talk to y'all soon.